1: Good morning or good afternoon, depending on where you are in Blog Talk Radio Land. And we welcome you to the Dr. Fred Says Radio Show, where we bring you live from Miami, Florida, Dr. Fred Valdez. And we talk about the state of health in the world today. And we have been covering many, many topics over the last few years, and we'd like to thank our audience for following us, and we'd like to thank Dr. Fred Valdez for all the research he does for these shows. And we've been covering mainly essential oils for about the past year from the Mayo Division of Zige International, but today we're going to go a slightly different turn. And it's going to be on the health dangers of sodas and options for hydration because it's summertime, and we all know that uh, we shouldn't be drinking too much soda pop. <laughs> so in case you're not familiar with Dr. Fred Valdez, he teaches part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami, and his background is emergency medicine. He spent many years studying complementary medicine, and within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative health care practitioners, and professional athletes. So on that note, I'm going to pass the call over to you, Dr. Fred Valdez. Welcome.
0: Well, thank you, Denise, and that's a great topic. Uh, You know, as you mentioned, that summer is here, summer is upon us. Uh, and you just told me it's getting very hot up there, too. Well, summer is here, too, and uh, one of the things about summer is is, uh, we drink stuff. You know, we get, uh, we sweat, we work out, we go to the beach, you know, and we sweat, and then, of course, we drink. We quench our thirst, uh, and most often with things that are not ideal. Uh, And uh, the numbers, you know, one of the things that that I, let me just share something I read, uh, you know, a few months ago, Uh, and i I'll post this as a question to you, Denise. That do you know what the three most recognized words in the world are? In other words, any country you go to, you can say any of these three words, and people will know what you're saying. I'd say the McDonald's you. is number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. Actually, the, the word okay is recognized. You, know, you say okay. okay anywhere. In China, you go say okay, okay, okay. They know what the, you mean. You agree, and it's good. And the word taxi, you say taxi, you know, in any country pretty much, and they'll know you want a taxi. But the third one is really amazing, and the third one is Coca-Cola. You can say Coca-Cola in, in any language, in any country, and they will know what, you, what you're what talking about. So, uh, you know, before we talk about Coca-Cola, the soda, you know, there's nothing against the company. I mean, you know, it, so this is just facts. Uh, you, you can just say cola uh, as far as that goes, but we use the word Coca-Cola. And we use I'm going to use Coca-Cola as an example today because it's a most, uh, one of the most recognized brands in the whole world. If not the most, I, I think Nike follows them, you know, after that, and there's some other brands. Are, but Coca-Cola is recognized worldwide. Yeah, so you know it's it's one of the things. So let's let's look at Coca-Cola a little bit and why is it, you know, some of the facts on why it's not that ideal for you. Uh, one 12 ounce of Coke has about 140 calories uh, that come from sugar. Those 140 calories is equal to 39 grams, almost T tea, uh, teaspoons of sugar. Now, uh, besides sugar, it has no nutrients. Uh, this is the definition of what we call anti calories. Now, if you take a look at the ingredients of Coca Cola, uh, sugar in the States, in the United States, sugar does not appear on the list. And, and that's because rather than, than pure cane sugar, the U.S. formula for Coke uses high fructose corn syrup as a sweetener. Now, we, I think sometime back, Denise, we did a show specifically on high fructose corn syrup. And, uh, you know, it's something that we find not only in Coke, but we find it in a lot of frozen foods and a lot of, uh, as a matter of fact, the awareness has really increased in the last three or four years. Of the dangers of high fructose corn syrup, and you know now we're beginning to see trends. That we're beginning to see uh, a lot of foods and a lot of drinks and a lot of that have a label that uh, does not contain uh, high fructose corn syrup. Uh, so uh, high fructose corn syrup, it's a chemical process. It's a molecule that was literally unknown to, to humans, and it was developed. Uh, you know, in Japan, uh, a secondary thing in a chemistry plant, and uh, there was an American businessman in the '70s that saw this, and the only thing that they told him was that this this uh, element, this this molecule that they discovered, was 300 times sweeter than sugar. So immediately, this businessman saw an opportunity to bring it to the states and and use it in so many things, and the rest is history, as we say. Uh, you know, on the high fructose corn syrup, but you know, this this very heavy heavy evidence. That the use of high fructose uh, corn syrup uh, uh, is responsible for uh, you know one of the elements that's responsible for for the not only the weight gain and the obesity and all that, but type two diabetes in our country. So right there is one of the reasons for not, not to drink Coke, and, and this is evidence that has been mounting over the last thirty years or so. So you know when we see the trends, it's important to look at which products uh, you know have led to changes in, in, in eating and drinking patterns. Uh, it's impossible to, to overlook Coca-Cola, uh, and again, as the most popular soft drink in the history of soft drinks in the world. So that's one element that you found in Coke. Now, what else uh, do you find? You find caramel uh, color, you know, what makes the, the color. Now, the next, uh, this is an ingredient that researchers at the Johns Hopkins uh, Bloomberg School of Public Health I found that some kinds of this, this uh, chemical, this, this color, uh, sometimes in sodas are made, and I won't pronounce the chemical name here, I'm just going to call it 4-M-E-I, as uh, it's, uh, it's a possible human carcinogen uh, formed in the drug of manufacturing process. In other words, overconsumption could increase your risk of cancer. It's the bottom line. And then there's a phosphoric acid. A phosphoric acid, I, I know we did a show on phosphoric acid, and and the imbalance that it causes in in calcium metabolism, uh, researchers have found that there's a uh, connection between the risk of osteoporosis and soda drinking, and it's because of this phosphoric acid. Uh, So, you know, they use this phosphoric acid literally to to kill bacteria and to make the the drink taste better. You know, it it improves on the flavor of the caramel. And then, of course, we have caffeine. and, And, you know, I want to make a note here. That you, this different types of caffeine. Uh, there's natural caffeine that's found in coffee, of course, uh, and, and which is not as, as as bad for us. Okay, it like actually has some good benefits. But of course, you know, the bottom line on this company is is the dollar, it's, it's a profit, and and uh, caffeine, uh, the synthetic caffeine, of course, is a lot more damaging than natural caffeine. Now, let me just uh, you know add a personal note here. Uh, w- with Coke. And this is regular Coke, by the way. Uh, let me add a note here with regular Coke. I, my brother-in-law used to work for uh, for Coca-Cola way back. He had a, 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 a manager in that position, uh, fairly high in the state of Florida. In. And I asked him one time, what was the price of a can of Coke You know, to the company? How much does it cost him to, to make one can of Coca-Cola? And the answer was, He didn't know. He says they cannot figure out the cost of making uh, one can as far as the liquid is concerned. Now, the can itself, the metal in the can, the paint and all that, it's about 11 cents or so. Uh, The price of the liquid, they can only figure out in cases, not by can. Because it's so cheaply made, when you make millions and millions of gallons, you cannot figure out the price of one can. So you can see the the profit in here is just just huge. Now that the rest of the money comes into transportation and so on and so forth, and of course you know depending on where you get the coke, you, you could if you are at a, a game or something, a stadium, you can pay three four dollars for for a coke at the movies. Uh, you know, so the profit is huge. We're talking about a huge profit. Now you say Diet Coke. Well, Diet Coke. Uh, the one thing that we need to talk about uh, all the, the bad things, of course, uh, the caramel color and all that, the phosphoric acid. But it's even worse because we're talking about aspartame. Uh, aspartame is a sweetener, and received a, a lot of press over the years uh, as one of the, the original sweeteners that is said to cause cancer. Now, the, the initial studies many many years ago, you know, were comparing huge huge amounts. Uh, in rats, you know, that caused cancer that we, we could never consume, but, but that has changed. Uh, today, there's a n- newer study that to see the effects of consuming aspartame uh, over a lifespan in rats, and they were administered over a lifespan in amounts that were realistic for humans, okay? And it was found to be a multi-potential carcinogenic agent. So aspartame is definitely something we should avoid. Uh, that, what that means is that there are multiple pathways by, by which it can cause cancer. So you know, we, uh, diet coke, we don't, we don't get, you know, it's, it's the same, if, if not worse. So you know, I wanted to cover a little bit on what happens to your body when you drink coke. Uh, you know, drink a kind of coke. Uh, well, the first thing, you know, when you hear that that can pop and uh, you hear the fizz. Uh, immediately triggers a, an effect on your brain, it's just, you know, the ice and all that. So you start salivating. It's like Pavlov's dog's uh, response. And so it's a classical uh, neural response to food. Uh, and then uh, number two, uh, your body starts to secrete gastric juices, thinking you're going to feed your body with something good, right? So it prepares to absorb all the substances found in Coke. And number three, just minutes after you drink it, uh, that sugar hits your system, uh, and it's pretty much about 165% of the recommended intake for women and about 111% of the recommended intake for men. So it, just, you're just overdoing it with just just one can. Uh, and then the phosphoric acid, of course, reduces the sweet taste. It gives it a balance on taste, uh, so it allows you to keep it down because otherwise it will be extremely sweet. At the same time, you know, your pancreas, starts secreting insulin to absorb the large quantities of sugar that you just just drank. And when I say sugar, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, natural sugar. I'm talking about high-fructose corn syrup, which has the same effect on the pancreas. Now, about 20 minutes later of drinking Coke, your small intestine uh, begins to do your your blood sugar spike. You know, your pancreas produces a lot more insulin to transport the sugar as glucose into your cells. And this is sugar that's not needed as energy, okay, or, or storage. So, you know, first I gets stored as glycogen as a reserve, and if there's no need for that, it stays stored in your system. And about 45 minutes later, you finish absorbing the caffeine, and this is when your blood pressure rises a little bit combined with the sugar, and you get that energy rush. And about 50 minutes after you drink that can, the caffeine increases the opioid receptors, and stimulates the pleasure centers of your brain, and that's what happens when, you know, it makes you want more. And, you know, I, I know people, Denise, I know people that basically were addicted or are still addicted to, to Coke. And so we're not talking about just one can here. We're talking uh, a lot. We're talking several cans a day. So, you know, we do have uh, long-term effects uh, from, from drinking Coke, and, of course, the number one we talk about here is, is uh, obesity. Uh, statistics just came out yesterday on obesity, and, and it's worse than we thought. And guess what? You know, like with everything, women have caught up now uh, with obesity with men. Uh, so obesity is affecting women pretty much more than men uh, right now. Uh, so uh, you know, the American Heart Association recommends that we consume a maximum of 450 kilocalories uh, uh per week, no more than that. The average male consumes. 178 of uh, sugar-sweetened beverage per day, okay? So we are definitely, definitely overdoing it. And, of course, uh, type 2 diabetes, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, it's basically an epidemic in our country, okay? And and this is one of the big contributing factors, and especially with the high fructose uh, corn syrup. And, of course, we talk about heart disease, which is obviously linked to to the obesity factor. And here is something with the mineral part, you know, gout, we seldom talk about this, and soda, but gout is a, it's a form of arthritis disease in which the uric acid cannot be metabolized properly. And it causes a very painful episodes of arthritis. It usually happens on top of your foot, on your toe, and it can be extremely uh, uh, painful. And And it's really not much of an answer we have for gout. Uh, and then, of course, osteoporosis, and we touched on that before, uh, osteoporosis uh, because of the phosphoric acid and the soda, large amounts of phosphoric acid. And soda uh, causes a, a complete imbalance with the calcium absorption that we need. Uh, so, you know, and uh, this, this, uh, the, the, the company, Coca-Cola, spends billions with a B of dollars to target markets on the kids. And this is a thing that, uh, you know, adults can make a choice and so on, but they know their market is between kids uh, from age, God, from age 7, 8 to 17. So they, they spend billions of a billion dollars targeting this market. And, uh, you know, we, we know for t- that over 150 million Americans consume uh, soda on a daily basis. Uh, and, you know, the average uh, soda drinker takes... Uh, takes in about three glasses per day. So the mass consumption can have a fantastic uh, negative effect, long-term effect on individual health and wellness. Uh, and, uh, and again, you know, I want to emphasize, uh, it's not about uh, Coca-Cola. I, I just use that brand because it's the most commonly known brand. But we have a lot of other different brands of Colas. And, and again, I say Colas, and I mentioned that in a couple of shows a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I mentioned Cola because there's some uh, different things on cola, as opposed to, to Sprite or some of the lemon uh, sodas and so on, or ginger ale, uh, they're less less damaging. But, of course, we do have uh, some of the other artificial stuff of those sodas as well, and the sugar and all that. Uh, so, the, the cola is the worst, by the way. Cola is the worst. I'm not saying go ahead and drink something else. Uh, you, you know, it's funny. Just for the show, I, I was lecturing at the college this morning, Denise, and, you know, one of my students, uh, you know, on break, and this is are medical students, and her break consisted of a, of a honey bun, right, from from the machine. And guess what? She was washing the honey bun down with a large uh, bottle, a 20-ounce bottle of Mountain Dew. Now, I remember in college I used to love Mountain Dew. I loved the taste. You know, it's almost like an, an addictive type thing. Uh, Mountain Dew is, is the highest uh, sugar drink in the market, period. It's, it's even more than Coca-Cola. Uh, but you get hooked on it. It's something that... And they mean for you to get hooked on, on, on this kind of stuff. So, you know, what are the options? I just want to talk about the options. Uh, uh, you know, besides carbonation and, and all the coloring uh, and the an excess of synthetic ingredients in typical soda, uh, again, uh, 15 to 18 teaspoons of sugar per serving, uh, about 240 calories. It uh, counts about 10%. That's about 10% of an individual's daily a caloric allowance, and, and those are anti-calories. Those are not calories coming from, from real food. So, uh, you know, again, uh, to, to 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 summarize that a little bit, soda consumption is strongly linked to weight management issues in adults as well as kids because obesity now starts, uh, you know, w- with kids. Uh, and the food and beverage industry uh, currently spends, and I have the right number here, $2 billion per year marketed to children ages ages 2 to 17. So, you know, in the States, nearly, and this is scary, nearly 40% of of kids' diets come from added sugars uh, and unhealthy fats. And So, uh, you you know, and we want to add to this, uh, what are the options, you know? And we talked about one option uh, a couple of weeks ago about uh, essential oils, adding a few drops of lemon to a glass of water. Okay, and to me that's delicious. That satisfies me, and it's very healthy for you, and you get the benefits of the lemon and so on. But I understand, you know, because we're talking about kids here a little bit, uh, that kids may not want to drink, you know, just water with a few drops of lemon and and uh, and stuff like that. Uh, well, we we have a fantastic option with CG International, uh, and we have a division uh, called the the Division, which are completely all natural. Uh, sports performance drinks, and uh, we're going to do some shows on some of the other drinks uh, for workouts and so on and so forth, but the the one drink that they have called Hydrate uh, is really fantastic. It's, it, it, it can be used for everybody. It can be used by kids. You can dilute it even more than that if, you, if your flavor is too strong, uh, and this is a completely, completely natural uh, drinks. Uh, uh the the even the coloring comes from fruit there's no artificial coloring uh they they use beets you know uh, beet powder for for the for the coloring uh and uh, edelberry uh for uh, you know uh for the coloring so it's totally natural and it does replace uh in a very very good balance the electrolytes that you need now this is a great option for kids because it tastes fantastic you know i, I drink it it tastes great. Uh, the kids may not drink some of our other drinks, you know. They may have problems drinking the, the Smart Mix, the Super Mix, and that's more for like a, a solid nutrition type thing. But just for hydrating, this is really fantastic, and it's a fantastic option. And, and you know, all in all, the hydrating industry, uh, besides the Coca-Cola, and I wanted to, to to do the emphasis on Coke today and, and Colas, uh, but the hydrating industry, I think we did a show on that not long ago, and and it's a very very high multi 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 billion dollar industry, with the Gatorades and, and all that. And we may repeat the show uh, of that show in a few weeks and talk about some of the other sports drinks and stuff like that. But but just on on hydrating here with uh, a drink called Hydrate, it's really really convenient. It comes in in little packs, individual packs that you can mix with eight. Uh, to 10 ounces of water or more if you want it also comes on a uh on a tub uh that you can mix uh, gallons of it and uh, give it to your kids on the pool take it to the beach and you know in water bottles and so on and it's something the kids like because it's it's like it's like drinking kool-aid and you know i I remember when kool-aid came out as a little kid and kool-aid came out and my goodness I remember just like one little bit of Kool-Aid would turn the water red, you know. And and even as a kid, I wonder, my goodness, that that can't be good for you. I mean, it's pretty and it tastes good, right? But it can't be good for you. you? And Kool-Aid's still around, you know. And it's still like that. I think you add two grains of of Kool-Aid to a glass of water, and all of a sudden it takes on a whole different color. And you go, my God, is that healthy for you? No, of course not. So we have something here that go hydrate that replaces the electrolytes at the proper balance, uh, and, and it tastes great and is very very refreshing. And, and you know, the 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 you need to keep hydrated through the summer. Uh, I don't care where you live, even if you're up north, even though it's getting hotter up north as well. Uh, but you need to hydrate. Uh, it's surprising the amount of fluid that we lose throughout the day just from sweat and uh, urination and so on. So hydration is is one of the really really key issues to our health so denise if you have any comments uh, i'll pass the show back to you
1: no that's excellent and yes it's great to have alternatives and it's not easy once children are into the soda pop habit it's very hard to break it but it can be done over time and as adults also it can be done over time you can still have your pop but maybe just cut it in half and that that's a good alternative to start with we don't we don't expect anyone to break their habits totally overnight these are just suggestions and and ways and alternatives so thank you very much for that and i was wondering would you like to give the audience your email address in case someone has questions for you Oh,
0: of course uh, every week uh, I get some emails with uh, further questions i'd be more than happy to answer uh, my email is Fred valdez the number five six at gmail dot com uh, fred valdez fifty six at gmail dot com and of course as always, Valdez is spelled with an s not a v in my case anyways <laughs>
1: yes. And we'd like to thank you again and thank our audience for continuing to support the Blog Talk radio show Dr. Fred says. Have a wonderful week everyone. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office.